This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So we're going to chat with William Robson, who is the Chief Executive Officer at the C.D. Howe Institute. Uh, William, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. My pleasure to be here, and we'll see if we can shed any light on this terrible topic. <laughs> it's one that's, you know, people start paying attention any time that, you know, they notice that, wait, things are costing a whole lot more than they did last month or last year, and I'm not getting paid a whole lot more. That's when people start to sort of perk up a little bit and pay attention, right? Well, yeah, people notice some prices a lot. I mean, anything that you're doing on a regular basis, if you're uh, at the grocery store or, or the gas station, uh, and then and then anybody who's been unfortunate enough to have to replace a refrigerator over the last little while might have noticed uh, how much the pr- price of uh, appliances has gone up. Um, but when inflation takes hold, uh, it really is kind of a pervasive problem for people. You're seeing higher prices at the store. Uh, sometimes, you know, you, 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 it's normal for us to want to shop around yep. if you think that the outlet you've gone to is taking is trying to take advantage of you. Um, and when inflation is high, one of the problems that people have is they just you can't tell if 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 you should be shopping around or if prices are just higher everywhere. And it's kind of like having the the pins knocked out from under you. It's a bit like you know, if if a foot was getting shorter every year, or the measuring cup you were using when your cooking was changing over time, um, it's very. It makes life a lot harder if you can't rely on the value of your money staying stable. So, okay, let's first of all let's try and define exactly what's going on here, because you know a lot of people say, "Well, we're spending so much money, we're spending so much money." But is it is it when we talk about Canada's inflation rate, a lot of people will say, "Yeah, well, it's even worse in the U.S. and it's it's worse over here." And it's worse. so. I mean, is it a global problem? Is it really something Canada can address on its own? Well, we certainly can address it on our own. The reason that we're seeing uh, inflation higher in a number of other places is because they faced a similar kind of a problem that we did uh, when the pandemic hit. Uh, it was appropriate for central banks to print a whole lot of money because there was a period of time in, in early 2020, especially when uh, people were pretty much paralyzed. I mean, we mm-hmm. didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, there was a lot of demand for cash and central banks provided it. So that was good. Um, what's happened since then, though, is a couple of things. First, uh, we've seen all this uh, uh, fiscal stimulus and a lot of the debt that governments were issuing, central banks were buying, and that kept monetary policy easier than it would have been otherwise. And so now spending is outrunning what the economy can produce, and that's why inflation is now uh, running hot in Canada as it is in the U.S. and some other places. Um, but I will add, I mean, you, you make an important point. Um, if, there are places in the world where inflation is very high right yeah, now. Yeah. And then there are, there are places like Venezuela, it's over 1,000%. There are places in the world, including Japan and Switzerland, where inflation is still well to, below 2%. So people have been dealing with the same problem and making, I would argue, some of the same kinds of mistakes. But if you just look around the world, you can see there's nothing inevitable about it. If we want to get inflation down again, we can. Okay, so if we want to, that's the other thing. Should we? 
Is this something that, you know, because I have heard some economists and some people out there saying, you know what, this is just the way things are right now and it'll correct and, uh, you know, we've got a pandemic, these are extraordinary circumstances. Is this something that we should try and wrestle, you know, back under control right now? Well, it'll date me to say it, but I do remember the arguments about inflation in the 80s, uh, early 90s, when the Bank of Canada was uh, getting inflation down to what became that, that 2% target. And there were a lot of arguments made about inflation not being all that harmful, and certainly the pain of getting inflation down is real enough if you have to undergo yeah. a recession. So um, those discussions were very lively. I think what a lot This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. A lot of people, uh, economists uh, including, um, uh, especially among economists, miss is this fundamental problem that people have if they can't rely on the value of their money. Uh, I've, I've heard... Uh, economists, I've heard even central bankers argue that it's not a problem for somebody to divide, you know, like you mentioned 4.7%. So we should be dividing in our heads one point, uh, whatever number we're seeing in a, as a price today by 1.047 to get the equivalent of what it was last year. I mean, come on, people, can, you know, even mathematicians have trouble doing that. It's <laughs> not a reasonable thing to say people can easily cope with. Uh, they can't. That's why you want money to have a stable value. Um, okay, so obviously tackling inflation, we know how that works. That's raising interest rates, right? That's what you're suggesting we should be looking at doing right now? Yes, I think that when you've got uh, inflation up close to 5% and the central banks, uh, the Bank of Canada's uh, policy rate, their overnight rate target is is down at one quarter of a percent. I mean, that's, that's very negative in real terms. If you were to borrow it at a quarter of a percent and just buy uh, something that was going to go up at the rate of inflation, it's, it's like free money. So that's very, very low. It's unusual for the central bank's rate to be so low uh, relative to inflation. And they really do have to get that overnight rate up closer to at least the rate of inflation. So uh, one of the concerns that I have is that might mean interest rate increases bigger than people are really prepared for. The market's not expecting. A lot of forecasters aren't really calling for the Bank of Canada, uh, the, the interest rate to go up that much. And I think realistically, we have to, you know, maybe inflation's going to cool off more than I expect. Maybe it's going to come down closer to target just on its own. Um, but I, my, I wouldn't bet on that. I think that uh, people who have mortgages that they need to renew uh, should be thinking about the possibility that rates go up a little more and and just be ready for that tightening when it comes. Because whatever economists might say, whatever I might think, um, we know that when inflation gets high, it becomes a political issue because people hate it. And there's going to yeah. be public pressure to get it down again. So um, what... <laughs> What is the implication if we don't? I mean, if we decide to, you know, what's the downside to saying, okay, we're going to, we know what the downside is to trying to rein this in. It, it, it sucks. You know, interest rates go up. We know what the, the impact of that is. What if we don't? What if we decide to just say, okay, you know what? We're going to go along with the people who say it's not a big deal. 
Well, first, I think there's a bit of a dissonance there because the Bank of Canada, I, I think the federal government wasn't that keen on renewing the inflation target. They stuck all these extra words in. Uh, uh, but the bottom line was that the federal government and the Bank of Canada agreed that 2% was the target. So one of the things that you need to do is you need to come clean about that and say, actually, no, we're we're going to um, uh, let inflation run hotter indefinitely. And that's going to be a problem for a lot of people. I mean, if you're retiring and you've got an annuity, you've got savings that you hope are going to see you through uh, 20 or, or, or 30 or you know, maybe longer years, uh, then that makes a huge difference. And, and that's something that I think the Bank of Canada would need to come clean about. Uh, more generally, though, I think that as inflation runs hot for a while, uh, you do just get uh, fundamental discontent people yeah. really dislike inflation uh and and so the risk of letting it run hotter for longer is that you just get those uh, expectations built in uh wage increases price setting starts to make the assumption that inflation's going to run hotter for longer and then that means that when you actually do tighten to bring it down it's just that much more painful to do if everybody expects inflation to come back down to two percent then there's no momentum behind it and you you might be able to get it back down and avoid a recession. But once people are expecting that it's going to be running, say, 5 or 6% indefinitely, then for sure you're going to have more of a pinch when you bring it down. Yeah, a bigger correction. Yeah, absolutely. Makes sense. Uh, William, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us. My pleasure.